sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. I like tacos. Mañana, viernes, ma sábado y domingo estaré atendiendo...
Well, hello, hello, and welcome to Black Shirt Mixtape. I am your host on this sonic journey. My name is Jesse, and uh, welcome to episode 10. I can't believe it's 10 already. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed episode 9. That was a heck of a lot of fun. So if you didn't catch it, um, I actually uh, have started bringing some guests on, and I had a great conversation um, with Solera Hughes, uh, who's a friend of mine from instagram the instagram vinyl community and we chatted about music and culture and you know concerts and just a lot of fun stuff i had a blast i hope you guys enjoyed it but um for the and i i do have some more guests lined up um some actually really some i think they're interesting and i i think they're gonna um we're gonna have some great episodes with uh with these people um but you got me tonight you got me solo just me and uh that first track that I played was um that was called uh love for sale by talking heads now I I love talking heads a lot um I really love um the true story soundtrack um if you haven't seen the movie that came out to that's actually the soundtrack to a movie that they put out it was super weird David Byrne like directed I think and wrote it and it was a super interesting super weird movie Uh, but the soundtrack's fantastic and uh, I love that song um, I also love the album because that's where Radiohead got their, their name, uh, from a track called Radiohead. So I hope you enjoyed that. I think we're going to jump into, now this episode's going to be a grab bag of stuff. No theme, just, uh, you know, stuff that I'm digging. Um, but I think, uh, we're going to play a little Queens of the Stone Age. Um, I'm going to play you something off of like Clockwork, which is one of my favorite albums of theirs. It was self-produced by the band. Um, they lost a couple members, brought some new ones in, but I think it's it's uh, their first uh, on Matador on the uh, Matador record label, um, and I just love it. I think it's 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 quick, uh, it's quick and dirty, which is um, uh, the best uh, Queen's Stone Age music. That's when they're operating at their best. And this is a song called "I Sat by the Ocean."
Slashed and torn
That's such a great song. I mean, I don't, you know what? I, I just put it in there for two reasons. One, I wanted to um, go from Queens of the Stone Age into Queens. <laughs> and then also just because it sounded really good together. Like, honestly, it's just a really great song. Um, one thing I forgot to add about the Queens of the Stone Age track um, is that uh, Dave Grohl came back into the to record that album. So he uh, played on songs for the deaf <clears throat> and then uh, toured a little bit with them. Then went back to the Foos um, and hadn't played drums on a Queens album um in a couple of years so super excited um to have him back in the fold for that record and that's probably why it's one of my one of my favorites um another tr okay the next track i'm gonna play i really love so um i kind of came to this band super late i mean they they were uh, they are from the 60s i believe the late 60s it's a band called love and i i got introduced to them through the movie high fidelity <clears throat> there's a, a great song on there called always see her face. And I kind of, you know, use that as a catalyst to, you know, jump into their, into their catalog. And it's really, really great. So I'm going to play a song. Um, it's not, it's one of their more rocking songs. Um, and it's called seven and seven is, um, and I, I had a bit of a, a dilemma because I was deciding whether to play the original version, which I am going to play you, or, um, there's lots of great covers of it. Rush does a cover of it. Um, but Billy Bragg, um, who is like a folk singer, um, he's super awesome. He does a great version of it. Um, if you have a chance, go check out, check out all the covers of, uh, of this song, which is called seven and seven is.
course that is the incomparable um fountains of wayne sorry i blanked there for a second i was kind of mixing out of that song um that was uh sink to the bottom by fountains of wayne uh one of the great power pop bands um of the 90s and and the early aughts uh, unfortunately we lost um co-founder adam schlesinger um earlier this year to covid uh complications from covid um he was the bass player singer or backup singer wrote a lot of the songs with his partner, Chris Collinsworth in the band. Um, he also, Adam actually also, if you don't know, wrote these, most of the stuff off of Tom Hanks's debut movie or de- debut directorial, uh, that thing you do. He wrote that super catchy song, the title song of the movie, which was phenomenal. And then he wrote a bunch of other stuff, but, um, 
really sad to uh, to lose him, but um, we still have the music, which is always awesome. Um, you guys remember a band called Cracker? You're either nodding your head yes, or you're like, what? They had uh, they had some uh, singles, uh, hit singles called one was called Low, uh, Euro Trash Girl, Get Off This. Um, David Lowry um, is a lead singer, guitar player. He's awesome. Um, before he was in, um, Cracker, he was in a band called Camper Van Beethoven and they are super awesome. They've got a bunch of, they're just like this obscure indie band that played really weird arrangements of songs. Um, and they were super big on like the college circuit, college radio, like, you know, coming up with like REM and all those bands. They never really got super famous at all. Um, and that's why he kind of, the band kind of fell apart and he started Cracker. Um, and then he got famous, but, um, they have a song, they have a lot of songs that I like, but, uh, they have this particular song, uh, that I'm going to play for you. That's called pictures of matchstick men.
That is, uh, that was Buffalo Springfield with, um, God, I love that song. Um, that is, uh, Mr. Soul. So obviously, um, if you guys don't know, uh, 60s band, kind of a super group, Stephen Stills from Crosby, Stills and Nash and Neil Young. Uh, they would reunite later in, uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Um, but I just love that song. Cause like, if you look the guitar solos in it, uh, from, from Neil and, and Steven or, I mean, this was a great time in music. They were experimenting with a ton of stuff in the studio as well as, you know, out on, you know, just songwriting structures and whatnot. It's just unbelievable time. Um, and I actually, I have to correct myself. I'm actually live fact checking myself during this episode. Pictures of Matchstick Men was actually a cover um, that Camper Van Beethoven did. The original track um, was by uh, Status Quo. Nevertheless, they put their spin on it. Um, it's just a great snapshot into the randomness of Camper Van Beethoven. I hope you guys enjoy that one. Um, so we talked a little bit about songwriting, right, with um, with Buffalo Springfield and just some neat stuff that everybody was doing in the Laurel Canyon area during that time. So if you want to talk about songwriting, you got to talk about probably my favorite songwriter, which is Elvis Costello. Um, he he is such a prolific um songwriter it's kind of hard to pinpoint him down right he started out super you know punky and then he went into like new wave and then he dabbled in everything from country to symphonic to working with Burt Bacharach I mean the guy is just all over the board uh when it comes when it comes to uh you know um the style of music that he that he puts out um but I find that he is really at his best when he is just writing great pop music um, and I'm going to play you a track. I think maybe this was one of the first songs that really introduced me to him. This was in the mid eighties. And then obviously as one does, you work your way back in, in someone's catalog. But um, I, me- I remember the video for this song because it was a, uh, they had uh, princess Di and Prince Charles lookalikes in it. And I, I just found it really fascinating um, when I saw it on MTV, but uh, this is called uh, every day I read the book. Uh, when you find 
you turn to me I say what's there to talk about over 15 years we've talked about it all I've learned to be as alone as together means because we bring me down and I drive you up the wall if you've got the mind to leave then pick a topic to talk about God knows I've time to give you've got the backbone to stick around
Okay, so if you like 80s inspired music, I highly encourage you to check out uh, this band called White Lies. I, I was super late to the party, um, but holy shit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just, I love this record. It's called Five. It came out in 2019. Um, all their stuff sounds like this, but I think that this is, there's this record and well, they're actually all good. I would go back and just check out their entire discography. Uh, it's really, really great. Um, speaking of 80s bands, um, the church. So the church got really popular in the mid eighties. Um, they had some really, really awesome. Uh, they obviously had their hit single under the Milky way from the album starfish. Um, really great band from Australia. They got some record label issues and management issues and they completely fell apart uh, and were off the scene for a little while. And then they came back um, and started putting out records. But one of my favorite records that they have put out um, that really gave them a massive um, resurrection uh, was a, uh, an album called Every, After Everything Now This. Uh, so it was released in January of 2002. It's very mellow. It's very chill. Um, but when I think of the church... Um, I think of, uh, shimmering. That's like the first, like, um, that's the way I would describe their music. It shimmers and no, no more so, or none more so. I'm having a problem talking this evening. I do apologize. It's like Sunday evening at 1045. So I'm a little sleepy. I'm old. You have to forgive me. But, um, anyway, this is a track called, uh, the awful ache. i 
So that was Gomez. Um, that's, you know, I forgot about this band for a little bit. They're really great. They're uh, an English band. Um, they've got a wide range of styles. Um, but this, that was a track called How We Operate um, from 2006's, um, actually, I'm sorry. No, that was, I was right. That was the title track from How We Operate. Um, so 2005, 2006 found the band uh, without a record label. Um, and they went in the studio, started working with Gil Norton, uh, who was famous for producing the Pixies, uh, Foo Fighters, um, really great stuff. Uh, and anyway, they got picked up. They ended up signing with a record label uh, called ATO, which was founded by none other than Dave Matthews. So that goes to show you that I guess Dave does have good taste. You have to cue the the drum roll. No? Okay. Um, I thought it was funny. Uh, so I'm going to play you. I was actually talking with somebody the other day and I'm like, they asked me if I'd gone on any vacations lately. And I said, I, I mean, after kind of giving them a, an extremely incredulous look, I said, well, no, I mean, I don't, has anybody really gone on vacations? And I guess people have, but, uh, my family's been kind of in lockdown here in uh, Dallas, Texas. Um, but it reminded me of this really awesome 80s song, uh, that I used to love and I, I had to go. Uh, actually, I have the 45 of it, but I'm going to play you the digital version, and this is called Holiday by the Other Ones.
And that, of course, was a Jeepster by Mark Boland's band uh, T-Rex, uh, The Incomparable. I've said that twice tonight. I don't is, is T-Rex really incomparable? I mean, I guess they are. They, they really ushered in um, glam rock in the 70s. Uh, they had a bunch of hit. They had like something ridiculous, like 11 hit songs in a row. Um, which is pretty crazy in, in the UK around that time. Cause I think that's when the Beatles were big. So you're talking about somebody who's going toe to toe with the fab four, uh, mad props in my book. Um, and I honestly don't know why that song has not been covered by a country artist. I, I really think that they could tweak it and make it a huge hit today. Anyway, I think that brings us to the end of episode 10 of black shirt mixtape. I hope that you guys enjoyed it. It was a little all over the place. Um, but I had fun. Uh, this was a fun episode. Kind of uh, got me uh, thinking about a lot of neat stuff and got some ideas for some more future solo episodes uh, of the show. And as always, if you're so inclined, please check out um, my other podcast, uh, Tacos and Turntables, where that's mostly pop culture. And we just had a new episode that dropped um, where we're gonna, we are going to be talking about, among other things, um, underrated bands of the 90s. It was a lot of fun to record it with the guys. And I am going to uh, say goodnight to you all or good morning or whatever time it is that you're listening and take you guys out with uh, one of my favorite. Um, anyway, I'm not even going to tell you what it is. I'm just going to play it. But I will tell you that when I hear this song, it definitely brings me back to the peach pit. Stay safe.
Estoy dando completamente gratis toda esta orientación. Vamos con la primera pregunta. Muy... Piedras renales, piedras en... Eh, bueno.